0: The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents High School Basketball.
1: As Wallace will inbound, giving it to
2: Meyer. Back to Wallace. And top of the circle will give it to Olmstead. Olmstead kicks in the corner here for Wallace, who will fire a three and hit a three. That's the second three-pointer
1: of
0: the game. Tonight, it's the quarterfinals of the boys for Kearney Conference Tournament in Wilcox. High School Basketball and Senator Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club outlet to Dow, Dow doesn't have numbers he kicks it off, they'll kick it back out
2: Lobby, Walls, right baseline kicks it back out to Lobby, entry pass to Marcy again, double team Dow, on Orkies and off the screen into the corner, step back three, Lobby fires hits it
0: up first, defending champion Amherst battles Elm Creek. Game two features a rematch of the opening night as top seed Wilcox Hiller tangles with Elwood. The winners advance to Friday's 6 o'clock semifinal at the VR Event Center in Kearney. It's the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next. But for the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Wilcox with ESPN Radio sports director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed.
2: And good evening everyone. Welcome to Wilcox Hildreth for continuing coverage of the Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament. Tonight it is the boys quarterfinals after the girls played last night. And we see some of the same schools, but this first one here tonight should be a dandy the first meeting of the year they have to play again one week from tonight of the regular season over at amherst but he's the defending conference champion amherst broncos taking on the elm creek buffaloes last year these teams met in the semi-finals with amherst uh, dominating that ball game over Elm creek 59 to 31 but uh, today we look to see what will happen in this contest, and then game number two we will have the top seed Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons taking on Elwood. Also, want to let you know that the two games from Loomis are on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, as Overton and Pleasanton getting ready to play now. That'll be followed by Loomis and Axtel semifinals Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and championship Saturday will all be here on ESPN Radio. From the Vieira Event Center. This is the new Take Seat pregame show. We'll come back with the starting lineups and a few more tidbits as we get ready for Amherst and Elm Creek in a minute.
4: This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations. And they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers. So trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer
2: in Elm Creek. Doug Duda back with you here on the new Tech seat pregame show. Don't forget that all of our games are streamed online for your convenience at plattriverpreps.com. plattriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Of course, Wilcox holdridge doesn't have the largest gym in the Fort Kearney Conference. It's one of the two smallest, and so this baby is filling up For game number one that does not have the hometown team, Wilcox Hildreth playing Amherst, always travels well. Their side nearly completely full. Elm Creek a little later arriving crowd, but their side nearly full. They'll start filling up here on the stage behind us over the next few minutes. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney Elm Creek. The number five seed will start. Number four, six-foot-two-inch senior Anthony Quintana. Number ten, a five foot nine inch sophomore Karsten McCarter. Number twelve, a five-seven senior Jaden Ford number 24, 6'1", sophomore, Gage Claybaugh, and number 32, 6'2", senior, Nate Fields. Elm Creek has a couple of kids under the weather tonight, and senior guard Jerry Brummels and Lane Gutswell are both out of the ball game here this evening. The head coach is Tanner Cavity, assisted by Davis Minor and Jimmy Moore. Elm Creek is 11-6 and six on the season, but Elm Creek has dropped their last two games to Ravenna in overtime, and Overton by one. We'll take a look at the Amherst starters right after this.
3: The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Carney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Carney. Elm Creek and Holdridge an equal housing lender member FDIC
5: farming is a way of life here and today's farmer has a feel for the land a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest that's why they trust CHS because we are a locally owned cooperative with global connections it's like having a neighbor all around the world CHS offers a full-service cooperative including grain agronomy energy and precision ag with 11 locations in south central Nebraska there is sure to be one in your backyard giving back in our communities CHS, people and resources you can count on always, and always here at chsagra.com.
2: Continuing on with the starting lineups now for the Amherst Broncos number 10 5 foot 11 inch freshman Kaitlin Roddy Number 20, 5'11 inch sophomore Dominic Esperson. Number 32, 6'4 senior Grant Bergstrom. Number 40, 6'4 inch senior Dakota Abbott. And number 54, 6'4 inch senior in Noah Fader. The head coach of the Broncos is Bill Gifford, assisted by Les Adelung, Eric Rippon, Larry Lichty, and Luke Glenn. Amherst is 13 and 5 on the season, and they have won five in a row. In fact, their only loss after uh, the first of the year came to Overton by a 70-59 to 59 count. They won the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament and they're setting here with a heck of a run as they started the year 3-4 and four, and since then they are 10-1 and one on the season. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank the better bank in Kearney. We take a look at some of the averages of these ball clubs and for Elm Creek they are led by Jaden Ford. He gets 16 points a game. Claybaugh Get you 11 points a ball game. The good news for Amherst, Holden out has returned to the lineup, and he is suited up, but will come off the bench tonight averaging 22.5 points a game. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. We'll tip it off next.
7: well, they're wasting no
2: time. Amherst missed their first shot. The rebound comes down, and an outlet pass for Elm Creek. will get the ball to Gage Claybaugh after the board was brought down by Nate Fields, who were 5-10 seconds in, and we've already had three shots. Amherst misses another shot at the other end, and the rebound brought down by Anthony Quintana. The race is on. Fast break the other way. Noah Fader blocks the shot, and Amherst comes out of there with the basketball. And here come the Broncos up the floor. My goodness, we had 30 seconds and five trips here in this basketball game. And what kind of pace will we see? Both teams can get up and down the floor, no doubt about it. Over the left-hand wing, the Broncos will get it to Dakota Abbott. Back out into the corner. Now to the wing, they'll go to the freshman, Rhodey. Inside to Abbott. Kicks it back out. 2-0 in favor of Elm Creek. They have the first bucket of the ball game. Slide it down into the baseline. And now kick it inside to Noah Fader. it to the weak side here is Grant Bergstrom. Right-hand corner to Rhodey. Get it inside of the big guy and back to Rhodey. Three-pointer on the way. It's no good. Rebound all the dark blue right now of Elm Creek. And Nate Fields gets his second. Outlet pass to Jaden Ford. Good, good, good crowd on hand here at Wilcox Hilder through this 4-5 matchup. Either one of these teams could win the conference tournament, and the loser tonight won't play again until nine days, eight days from now. Well, they play next Tuesday, excuse me. They'll play each other, but that's not what they want to do. Here's a top of the key pass down low to Quintana, and he'll lay it up and in. And Elm Creek has taken the 4 to nothing lead. 6.15 to go in the first quarter. Into the front court with it is Bergstrom. Crossover on the man-to-man, covered by McCarter. McCarter had that big three to send the Ravenna game into overtime. High post to Fader. Fader pulls up from seven and drains it. First puck of the basketball game here for Amherst, and it's 4-2 to two, Elm Creek. Two minutes gone here in the opening stanza of this FKC tournament on KXPN, Carney KICS, Hastings three-pointer for Elm Creek is over everything that time for Claybaugh, and it goes clanking off the glass, and Anthony Quintana will run it down, second chance here as they'll go to Nate Fields on the right wing into the corner, he'll find Karsten McCarter bounce pass up top, Claybaugh inside, they'll kick it out to Ford for a quick three Jaden bouncing around on a rim, can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Dakota Abbott, and here come the Broncos. Long outlet pass to Bergstrom. Kicks it out of the wing to Rohde. Rohde gets it on the block and right back out to Mr. Rohde. Kalen skip pass over the top of this defense for a three-pointer. That is no good by Bergstrom, and the rebound brought down by Gage Claybaugh. Fast break again. They want to run. It is all quickness. 4-2, to though. Three-pointer Ford fakes it, drives left baseline, cut off, keeps his dribble, bounces back outside the arc, skip pass right side, they'll go to Claybaugh, down to the baseline, we get our first foul of the game as Anthony Quintana will take it inside. We set up here on the stage, a little far away from the action on the other side of the court, and now here comes Riley Thompson and Holden Eckhout who's missed most of the month of January. He's back in the lineup the foul was called on Dakota Abbott, it was before the shot, and so Elm Creek will get it in, to McCartner up top, swings it over for a three, Claybaugh all net, Gage, Claybaugh with the first three of the ball game, and it's 7-2, to two. Buffalo's three minutes in, up the floor with the Thompson on the right wing, pull up three, on the way and answering is Dominic Esperson 7-5 as the teams exchange three pointers here, a lot of energy in the gym already, Claybaugh kicks it inside, free throw line, Ford dribbles it. it goes off the foot of an Amherst, Broncos, he got it back right underneath, Quintana was wide open Amherst thought that they had stole the ball they were headed the other way and Quintana was right underneath the hoop and as we come the other way trying to block the progressive Riley Thompson, we have McCarter and Ford trying to trap him and they're going to call the foul on Jaden Ford, so each team with a foul here and with 425 to go first quarter, it's 9-5 to in favor of Elm Creek And then again, we tell you how small the gym is. Not a lot of room for the cheerleaders. There's not a lot of room on the sideline. Just something to keep in mind. Could come into play as the game continues. Riley Thompson to take out in front of his fans. Away from the benches. Gets it inside to Abbott. Abbott, strong move to the hoop. In between the double team, up and in, and draws the foul. Dakota Abbott will go to the line to try and complete the three-point play. Foul is going to be called on Nate Fields. It'll be his first. And the first free throw of the ball game coming up here for Amherst's Dakota Abbott. Abbott takes a couple of dribbles, puts the free throw up and right through there. You won't have any trouble knowing how Amherst is doing. The student body right next to me here, so you'll hear them throughout the ball game. Gage Claybaugh with five points already gives it to Ford, weak side, lob it off a couple of picks to Claybaugh. Another three, in and out, no good. All the way down it wouldn't go. Abbott, trying to get the rebound couldn't keep his balance and the ref at half court says that'll be a walk just couldn't keep his balance and elm creek will continue possessing the basketball here good hustle by abbott ford to inbound it they try to set him up for a three as they hand it to quintana he hands it right back to him but popping out thompson gets a hand on his face ford will dribble it to the top of the circle amherst playing a two-three zone here claybaugh Left-hand corner, back out to Ford, went for the steal, didn't get it. Now Jaden has some room, and coming back after not getting the steal, Esperson gets it the second time, and then throws it away, trying to go too fast the other way. So the steal, but then the outlet pass was way past Riley Thompson, and it comes right back over to Elm Creek, and we are going to get a timeout here by Amherst. Brought to you by ENT, positions of Kearney, 3.46 to go, first quarter. Elm Creek 9, Amherst 8. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth with our producer-engineer Grace Clark. Doug Dudo here with you at Wilcox Hildreth. want to thank Justin Patterson and the crew here for their hospitality. 3.46 remaining in the first quarter, FKC Boys quarterfinals, Elm Creek 9, Amherst 8. And the Buffaloes will throw it in. Jaden Ford, both teams know that the guards can handle the pressure so they don't put much on the backboard, Claybaugh. We'll bring it into the right-hand corner. Quintana up top. Lob pass is going to be tipped away. Thompson, it's headed out of bounds, but will be run down there by Fields just to guarantee that Elm Creek keeps it. Ford now left wing. Uses his dribble up, wraparound pass to McCarter, back in the corner, Claybaugh for three—he's good, my goodness, Gage, Claybaugh. The games that we've seen this year, he's been so good from downtown. He's got his second three, he's got eight of the 12 points. Other way, Esperson coast to coast, pulls up from nine, it's too strong, no good. Rebound by McCarter, McCarter heads up the floor, doesn't have numbers and slows it down as he brings it to the right side. Trying to stay out of a little zone trap here. Up top, they'll go to eight Fields field, dribbles from left to to right, back over to Ford, ball fake into the corner, down the low block, two low for Quintana, and it's going to be taken away. Picking it up will be Eckhout, second turnover here for Elm Creek. 12-8 Buffaloes, let's see if Eckhout finally gets a touch of the basketball here. Thompson drives, they try to get the double team, they do, now to hold it on the right baseline, he's going to attack it, reverse layup, and draw the foul on Anthony Quintana. Eckhout was eager to get involved, and the first time he touched it, he took it in, and he'll go to the line and shoot two. Again, Holden averaging 22.5 points a game, but has missed most of the month. Now, again, to be fair, most of the teams that Amherst has played this month have not been world beaters. None of the teams they have beaten have a winning record. Free throw on the way by Eckhout, no good. After beating Eustace Farnham, they lost to Overton, then they beat Pleasanton, Shelton, Gibbon, Elwood, and SEM. None of those teams that they have beaten have more than five wins. So I know Coach Giffen eager to find out where his team is at. They are in a monster of a sub-district with at least four teams that could be in the top ten at one point of this year. Second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound here for Trevor Lockhorn who checked in, kicked it out for a three-pointer. It's no good. Rebound stolen away. Another shot missed inside by Rohde. And we're going to get a foul called on Elm Creek. More free throws? No, they're going to say Rhodey was fouled on the rebound, not on the putback. And it'll be Amherst basketball. Underneath their own hoop, but first, after a short breather, Nate Fields will come in for Quintana. Trey Miner has checked in as well. And Amherst will throw it back in. Lob it into Eckhout. He makes some room. Reverse layup, though no good. He did all the work to make the room, and then he had to take a tough shot. Rebound brought down by Miner, and Trey will push it into the front court to Ford. Look for a quick three, but he's covered. Skips it back over to the right side to Claybaugh. Already hit a couple of threes, he's covered. Deep right corner now to Karsten McCarter. Skip pass back over to Miner. To Claybaugh now in the left hand corner. And Amherst with good defense here in this zone. Ball knocked away by Trevor Lockhorn. 12 8 Elm Creek, 2.06 remaining here in the first quarter of play. Fort Carney Conference Boys quarterfinals. Is McCarter dribbles out some time here at the top of the circle trying to get the offense set high post they go, Claybot tries to dump it inside to Fields, runs it into Eckout, got it back and a foul going to be called on Amherst, sandwiched in there between Abbott and Eckout and two free throws coming up for Nate Fields these will be the first free throws of the game foul Trevor Lockhorn and the first free throw is on the way and no good Checking into the basketball game for Amherst, Noah Fader, and Dominic Esperson will come back in as well. So Esperson checks in for Elm Creek. They're going to go to the bench. They want to bring Lathan Jonak in, but he's coming in for the shooter. And now we're ready to go. Don't forget Loomis and Axtell playing tonight and the game right now Overton and Pleasanton on Classic Hits 98-9 as the second free throw is no good and Dakota Abbott will grab his second board here for Amherst. Jump pass into the right hand corner to Lockhorn try to lob it into Abbott and a foul going to be called on Elm Creek Lockhorn went up in the air and when he came down he landed on Nate Fields and the whole Elm Creek bench saying what are you talking about he's the guy that left his feet and for Nate Fields, that will be his second person. well, no, I think it's his second personal foul. They've taken him out of the game. Inbounds pass to Eckout. He'll score. Holden Eckout, always aggressive on the inbounds. He took one dribble right in the middle of the paint, used the left hand, and scooped it up and in. 12-10, to 10, Elm Creek. One thirty to go here in the first quarter. Ford bounce pass on the left wing now they have corrected it that Nate Fields does have the two fouls, skip pass right side McCarter drives in back out to Ford Jaden offensively has been quiet trying to draw the double team and kick it move it up to McCarter, shakes right comes left, move it back over to Claybaugh for three, all net Gage Claybaugh with his third three of the quarter, he's got 11 in the game already, 15 to 10 fast break Amherst, they've got numbers they go to Fader, Fader doesn't want the outside jumper up top roadie over to Lockhorn. He's outside the arc, working there on Miner. Kicks it back out top. out trying to post up down low on play ball. And the ball will be deflected into the Elm Creek bench. So Amherst will throw it in with 52 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Elm Creek has led the whole way, 15-10 to 10 now the score. Bronco basketball. Sling it over here to Trevor Lockhorn. Down to the block to Fader. Fader, nice spin move on uh, Jonak missed it, got it back missed it again, to the rebound brought down by Miner Elm Creek now hustles up the floor, McCarter still 40 seconds to go in the quarter looks for the trailer, has to lob it out top and it got to Ford Ford's open, he'll take the three and it is off the front of the iron, no good and the rebound brought down by Esperson already seven three-pointers attempted here by Elm Creek and they have hit three of them all by Gage Claybaugh 18 seconds to go here in the quarter. 15 to 10, Elm Creek. Amherst with a basketball holding for the last shot. The freshman, Rohde, takes it on the right side of the key. Back up top, they'll go to Esperson. Swing it over. They want to get it down low to Eckhout. They double him. Kicks it out. Rohde, open three on the way, but it is no good. The rebound back up at the horn, and good for Trevor Lockhorn. And we're at the end of the first quarter of play of the Fort Kearney Conference, boys. Quarterfinals, Elm Creek, 15 defending champion Amherst 12 here on ESPN Radio.
8: Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The Hometown Bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank.
3: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. In and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
2: Welcome back to the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament in Wilcox. We're bringing you the tournament action, and Kearney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Kearney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Elm Creek will get the ball to start the second quarter. 11 points for Gage Claybaugh, four for Anthony Quintana, and they lead it 15 to 12. Nobody with more than one bucket for Amherst. They have had five different players score. With the ball up top is going to be Trey Miner, works it to the left wing to Gage Claybaugh, off the screen, bounce past baseline. McCarter kicks it back out of the wing to Miner, out to Ford. Ford sizing things up, tries to lob it for the back door. Shot, and it is going to be deflected away from Quintana by Trevor Lockhorn. The third turnover for Elm Creek. Baseball passed down the floor and getting bumped on his way to the hole is Lockhorn. He'll get two free throws. Oh, Amherst had just one turnover in the first quarter. Elm Creek now with three after turning it over there on their opening possession. And free throws coming up for Lockhorn. Had a bucket right at the first quarter horn for his point, and the first of two free throws is on the way and good. Score from the Loomis side after one, Pleasanton 17, Overton 14 after one on 98.9 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second free throw now, Lockhorn, and that one's too strong, but the rebound comes out to Dakota Abbott, his third board. He'll put the shot up, it won't go. Claybaugh gets the rebound, and a foul going to be called here over the back on Amherst going to go on Trevor Lockhorn his second team's third and here come the Buffaloes 15-13 Elm Creek walking it up will be Karsten McCarter stops outside the key right side into the corner to Claybaugh skip pass all the way over to Miner right back up to Ford trying to find that open look kicks it back to the top of the circle McCarter McCarter holds the ball. A little shake and bake fake with the shoulders. Doesn't go anywhere. Kicks it to Claybaugh right back up top to Ford. Good defense. Amherst has stayed in that zone. Elm Creek has hit a few outsiders, but they're all from Claybaugh. Now McCarter, right elbow, 15-footer, got the jumper to go. And it's 17-13. Fast break the other way. Baseball pass to Eck out. Up and in, and he's fouled. The defender couldn't locate the basketball. That was kind of like throwing a fly pattern in football. Eckhout just went out and jumped over the defender and made a beautiful play. And Holder with his second bucket of the ball game. He missed a pair of free throws earlier. Checking out of the game for Amherst will be Lockhorn. And back it is Thompson. The foul is on Gage Claybaugh, his second. And already seven fouls called on Elm Creek. Free throw on the way, missed short. And then an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Elm Creek. Going to go against, or excuse me, on Amherst, number 12 Riley Thompson will be called over the back. 6.42 to go here in the first half, 17-15 Elm Creek. As McCarter brings it across the timeline, gives it off to Ford. They've led the whole way. It's been between... One and five, the entire basketball game here for the Buffaloes. Again, Wilcox, Hildreth, and Elwood will be our second game here tonight on ESPN Radio. McCarner, top of the key, the lane wide open, another three. How about Miner? That's no good. And the offensive rebound, Quintana, back up and in, and another foul. Anthony Quintana with his sixth point, his third bucket, and he's got a chance to complete a three-point play to go back up by five. Foul called on Holden Eckout. out his first and Quintana now toes the charity stripe takes the deep knee bend puts it up and good seven points for Quintana 20 to 15 Elm Creek don't forget Super Bowl 52 coverage Sunday all day official pregame begins at 3 kickoff at 530 here on ESPN into the corner Thompson tries to lob it into Abbott knocked away by Miner have to do the bounce pass next time if they want to get it into him. Elm Creek's doing a good job of leaving their feet. So let's see if we get some ball fakes here. Roadie on the inbound, back to Thompson. They double down on Abbott. So back to Roadie. Try to lob it in backdoor for Eck out. He's covered and knocked away. Steal has made just the second turnover for Amherst. And Ford down the middle of the floor. Over to Clayball looking for a deep three. That one is too strong. Backside rebound comes to Roadie. And he'll quickly get it off to Thompson. Who tries the outlet pass. It's tipped and knocked away by Claybaugh. Fast break Elm Creek. Three on two. Ford fouled. And Jaden will go to the line to shoot two. Foul is going to be called on Kalen Rohde. His first. And the sixth team foul on Amherst. Ready to check in. Will be the make man, Noah Fader for Amherst, the 6'4 senior. Of course, his family moved into the community in the summer. And now Jaden Ford to shoot. Free throw is on the way, and it's good. So Fader in. Joe knock in for Elm Creek. Now here comes Porter Pearson into the ballgame for Amherst. Helm Creek with a 21-15 lead. 5.37 to go here in the second quarter. Second free throw forward is up, and it is in. First two points of the game. For the senior port guard, Jaden Ford averages 16 a game, 22-15. Fast break again, trying to force it inside, deflected from Abbott, but right back to Esperson, pulls up from the free-throw line, no good. Jonak brings down the rebound, out to Miner, and off to the races come the Buffaloes. Miner kicks it into the corner, Carter for three, too strong. Rebound pulled down by Fader, and now Amherst. Going to slow it down momentarily, Esperson gets it to Pearson. Tried to trap him in a backcourt. Right back to Esperson in the corner. Wide open is out, Holden for three. It is no good. He hasn't found the range yet. And Jaden Ford will get the long rebound. Elm Creek a chance to get a little more cushion right now. Already up by seven. Ford on the left wing. Gets to McCarter. McCarter he isn't going to take it on Fader, so he throws it up top to Miner, who's open. Ball fake. Tries to bring it into the paint. Kicks it out of the wing. Now McCarter for three, but it is over everything this time. And they've started to get cold here from the outside for Elm Creek. Esperson gets his second rebound, weaves his way through traffic to Pearson into the paint, and a travel going to be called. He was trying to make a nifty pass down on the block to Fader, but took an extra step. This is the Fort Carney Conference Tournament here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Grace Clark, glad to have you along. First half, game one at Wilcox, and it is Elm Creek 22-15 over Amherst, Amherst. Has just three points in this quarter, seven for the Buffaloes. A little more patient this time down the floor. Ford working it way out in the left-hand corner. Brings it all the way out to midcourt nearly and goes back to McCarter on that left wing. Rotated through to Jonak on the right side to Miner. Amherst staying in that, man, or that zone and now Ford a deep three. It's up and in. He just decided it was time to pull the trigger. His first bucket of the ball game. And it's a 10-point lead now for Elm Creek. 25-15, and Elm Creek knocks away the basketball. They've got a three-on-one, taking it in. Minor and scoring timeout, Amherst. And Elm Creek has opened the floodgates here a little bit. They lead it 27-15 with 3.46 to go in the first half of play. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you.
4: For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belshner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belshner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game.
0: It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at
2: www.mncag.com. Elm Creek has put together a 10-0 run and now leads Amherst 27-15 with 3.46 to go in the first half. Broncos with the basketball and they have put their point guard Rhodey on the bench. Esperson looking for a long pass they get it down to Fader. Two on one. Bounce pass to Eckout. Knocked out of his hands and off of Eckout and out of bounds. Turnover Amherst. They're not going to like that call and it'll be Elm Creek basketball. So the Buffaloes Want to pile on as much as they can. They'd love to get a big lead going into halftime. The 4 5 matchup again, two teams that can definitely win this thing. Amherst, the defending champion, and they beat Elm Creek on the way to the championship last year in the semis, and then that epic triple overtime win against SEM as the ball's thrown away. Last touch by Amherst, so Elm Creek will keep it, and Grant Bergstrom will come back in for the Broncos. So Bergstrom, Esperson, Eck out. Then down low, Abbott and Fader. Elm Creek will get it into Fields. He'll head it right back in the right-hand corner to Ford. Skip it over to Miner. You've also got Jonak and McCarter out there for the Buffaloes. Field loses his dribble in the left-hand corner. Gets it to Miner. Back out top, McCarter for three. It's good. Karsten McCarter now has five. 13 in a row, and it's 30-15. to 15 Elm Creek, and Amherst nearly gets it over and back, and instead they'll get a foul called McCarter trying to get the steal. Ran over the top of Bergstrom, man. For Karsten, that'll be his first personal foul, but we are in the bonus now with 2.53 remaining in the first half of play. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have your first-half stats. Preview the second game. Stay with us. Give you updates on what's going on over at Loomis where Pleasanton and Overton are in a battle in the first half. So at the line here is going to be Dominic Esperson. He does have the lone three-pointer, and the free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Nate Fields. Two of seven at the line so far in the game for Amherst. And Elm Creek tries to dump it inside, but this time it'll be tipped away, and Eckout comes out of there with the fourth turnover. Front court to Bergstrom. Well out on the left wing, needs to get rid of it. Up top, Esperson. All the way out in the right corner. Fader back to Esperson. Lobs it into the corner to Eckout. And Amherst maybe needs to play like they don't have Eckout. I think they relied on him a lot when he came in. So they go to Abbott. Spin move the lane. Seven-footer will not fall. Nate Fields with his fourth rebound. The drought continues here for the Broncos. 2.15 to go. Second quarter, 30-15. Ford fakes the three, comes into the paint, bounces it to Fields, Fields goes to the left block and they get it out of there quickly, Chonok to Miner for three, but it's too strong and it will go out of bounds. That is the 14th three-point attempt of the first half. Elm Creek has hit four of those, so a little bit below the percentage, or five of those, excuse me, so right about the percentage that is livable, just about 35%. Two minutes to go and Amherst got to find a way to get something done and they throw it away. Brought it up the floor. We're going to kick it right back where it came from. It actually hit the official and stayed in bounds for a second, but nobody from Amherst could get to it before it went out of bound. That is the sixth turnover of this quarter on the Broncos. Jaden Ford slowly brings it up. High post to McCarter. Bounce pass. Tried to lob it into fields, but it slipped out of his hands and out of bounds, and Elm Creek will give it right back with their fifth turnover. Riley Thompson returns to the lineup here for Amherst. Thompson, Eck out. uh, excuse me, Lockhorn, Abbott, and Bergstrom. Abbott at midcourt. Now they've got a three on two. He's going to take it all the way in. Is it a charge or a block? It's a block on Lathan Jonak. And for Jonak, that'll be his first personal foul. And at the line will be Dakota Abbott. He's one of one. Three points as part of a three-point play in the first quarter. and the first free throw is on the way and it is good and that breaks a drought of about four minutes here for Amherst and just their fourth point of the quarter 30-16 to 16 Elm Creek 138 to go in the second second free throw Abbott all net so Dakota Abbott takes advantage of the opportunity and it's 30-17 to 17. front court looking for some help Bounce pass up top. They'll go minor now over to Ford to the right wing, staying against that zone. down a four zone, Creek to take those shots. They've hit a few, obviously. Ford dribbles up top, goes right back to the right wing. McCarter cut off on a baseline by Eck. Out jump pass up top to Jonak. Will simply hand it off to Ford. Long possession here for Elm Creek. We're down to a minute ten to go in the first half. Weak side. McCarter draws the double team back over to Ford. Didn't want the jumper, although it was there for a moment. Now we're down to one minute to go in the first half. 30-17, Elm Creek. Ford holding it on the left wing. Back up top to Jonah. Rotated the right-hand corner. Trying to dump it back to Ford at the high post. Poking at it, but cannot get it out of it. Now Ford pulls it out. Now we're down to 45 seconds, and you could be thinking about holding it for the last shot. But they're not going to. Baseline Miner blocked by Dakota Abbott. Dakota Abbott swatted it out of there, and now Riley Thompson brings it up the floor. And a pocket pick by McCarter. McCarter stole it. Left-hand layup, good. Karsten McCarter with all seven of his points of the quarter. And it's 32-17. to Big steal that time for McCarter. 20 seconds to go. Bergstrom down the middle of the paint. Nobody got in his way. Layup in and out, no good. Abbott, the stick back is good. Still time for a shot here for Elm Creek. Ten seconds as they get to midcourt. Minor. Wants to get it to Jaden Ford with seven seconds. Ford over the right wing to McCarter with four. Trying to lob it to Ford off the screen. Step back, fade away, three. No good. And that is the end of the first half of play in this Fort Carney Conference Boys quarterfinal game. The number five seed, Elm Creek Buffaloes, lead the number four seed in defending tournament champion Amherst Broncos at the half, 32-19. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up next. And welcome back here to Wilcox-Hillworth High School. We are at halftime of our first game, 32-19 in favor of the Elm Creek Buffaloes as they went on a 10-0 run midway through this second quarter to take a 17-15 lead out to 20, making a 13-0 run actually, to take it out to 30-15. And then the Broncos had a couple of buckets, but a key steal by Karsten McCarter to kind of avoid Amherst maybe closing the quarter on a 6-0 run. And instead of it being a... uh, Nine point game. It's a 13 point game at 32 to 19. We are also at halftime over in Loomis and a battle there. Overton and Pleasanton are tied 30 30 on Classic Hits 98 9 and preps.com 30 to 30 Overton and Pleasanton. That will be followed up on 98.9 by Loomis taking on Axtell. And then our game here will have Wilcox Hildreth taking on Elwood. Wilcox Hildreth, the number one seed is 13-4 and four on the season, and they have won their last four basketball games after a loss at Loomis. They went on a stretch there where they lost to undefeated Kennesaw twice and then Loomis, and their other loss to Northern Valley, Kansas, who has just one loss. So the teams they've lost to are very, very good. And then the teams they have beaten the last four games, nobody has more than five wins. There's kind of a big division after the top five seeds here in the Fort Kearney Conference as far as wins and losses. For Elwood, they have just three wins on the season, but they've won their last two games, and they played Wilcox-Hildreth on the opening night of the season. And so that was so long ago, we should see some different action tonight between these two ball clubs. Also want to remind you that all of the semifinals and finals at the Vieira Events Center, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, will be right here. On ESPN 1460 and 1550, and all the semifinals and finals of the Luplatt Conference tournament from Centura High School Thursday, Friday, and Saturday will be on Classic Hits, 98.9. At the half, Elm Creek 32, Amherst 19. We'll take a break and look at the first half numbers right after this. As a
1: business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot.
2: in you. Back here at the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection, find them in your local yellow pages. Let's take a look at the first half stats. First off, for Amherst, Kaelin Rohde, the freshman, has three rebounds. Holden Eck out in his return, came off the bench. He has four points, but he's 0 of 3 at the free throw line. Dominic Esperson has a three-point bucket for his total, two rebounds. Dakota Abbott, seven points. He's 3 of 3 at the line, four rebounds, and one block. Trevor Lockhorn, three points, two rebounds. Noah Vader, two points, two rebounds, and a block. Eight rebounds in the first quarter, five in the second. Free throw shooting, one of three in the first quarter, three of six in the second. Three-point shooting. 1 of 5 in the first, 0 of 1 in the second. Turnovers for Amherst, 1 in the first, but 7 in the second quarter of play. The Broncos had 12 points in the first quarter, 7 in the second at the half, 19 points, 13 rebounds. 4 out of 9 at the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, 8 turnovers. Foul situation, Trevor Lockhorn, the only player with 2. For the Elm Creek Buffaloes, Anthony Quintana, 7 points, 3 rebounds. Karsten McCarter, seven points and a rebound. Jaden Ford, five points and a rebound. Trey Miner, two points, two rebounds. And Gage Claybaugh, 11 points, and those were all in the first quarter. He hit three threes. He has two rebounds. Lathan Jonak, a rebound, and Nate Fields has four rebounds. Eight rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second. Free throw shooting, o of 2 in the first, 3 of 3 in the second. Three point shooting, 3 of 7 in the first, 2 of 8 in the second quarter. And turnovers for Elm Creek, 2 in the first three in the second. The Buffaloes had 15 points in the first quarter. They scored 17 in the second. At the half, 32 points, 14 rebounds, three out of five at the free throw line, five of 15 from three-point land, five turnovers, foul situation, Claybaugh and fields each have two. And at the half, Elm Creek leads it by a score of 32 to 19. The winner of this ball game will play in the first semifinal Friday night at the Vieira Event Center at 6 o'clock. Against the winner of our next game between Wilcox Hildreth and Elwood. Also going on tonight, Hastings St. Cecilia and Adams Central are playing on twelve thirty AM KJS and Platriverpreps.com. So check that out. The one of the Battles of Hastings. College scene tonight is quiet on this Tuesday. Hastings College will play tomorrow. The women will be at the College of St. Mary. The men will be at number nine morningside. And then both teams will host Morningside Saturday for UNK. They are home this week, Washburn Thursday, and Emporia State Saturday. And, of course, the Husker men, after playing four games in the last eight days, and the nice comeback last night in the win over Wisconsin, will not play until next Tuesday when they travel to Minnesota. The Husker women are home Thursday as they take on Illinois, and Saturday they take on Maryland. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. It's Elm Creek 32, Amherst 19. We'll be back with second-half action in the Fort Kearney Conference Boys Tournament right after this. Of course, last night in the girls' portion of this tournament, the number one seed, Pleasanton, beat Amherst, and they will play Axtell Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Axtell beating Wilcox Hildreth. And then on the uh, other side of the bracket, it was the number three seed, Elm Creek, pulling away from Loomis, and they will play Elwood. Elwood pulled off the upset last night over the number two seed, the Overton girls. And that's the 7.45 game on Thursday. Time for our Seats to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer, the great Seats to Success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer, and Amherst will get the ball to start the third quarter. And I think Holden out's going to get the start here. Let's see if they can get him going. Uh, they get it to him right away, but he is double teamed. He has to get it right back out. It's deflected to the top of the circle. Bergstrom back over to Rohde. He'll take a three-pointer. It is off the mark. No good. One of seven from the outside. And Gage Claybaugh will get the rebound. He spent a little bit of time in the second quarter on a bench with those two fouls. If he gets going again, Elm Creek might not be able to be stopped tonight. We got off to a track beat start here tonight. Didn't necessarily give us a ton of points. Let's see how Elm Creek maintains the basketball here. They've been very disciplined. Into McCarter inside, but then he dribbled it off his leg, and it goes right to Quintana, lays it up and in. So a break there for Elm Creek. They've got three or four of those here tonight, and they are up by 15, 34-19. And they get back on defense. Amherst wants to run, but the numbers aren't there. Bergstrom up top. They'll rotate it in the corner for a three-pointer. It's all net for Esperson. His second three, the only three-pointers that Amherst have made in this game. And if the Buffaloes hit a couple of threes, they can extend this lead. If Amherst hits a couple, they get back in the game. So let's see how it plays here early on in the third quarter. 34-22 Elm Creek. Deep left corner to Fields. Get it back on the weak side to McCarter. Carson going to dip it out here to Jaden Ford to the right wing. Eck out, out on him. Broncos are still staying in the zone. They were in that most of the first half. Now Ford picks the dribble up. Nobody's coming to help. Finally, Quintana now drives the baseline up and under Abbott. Abbott fouled him. Dakota Abbott found him. It was a little late whistle, but it was the right call. Abbott looked like he had him trapped behind the backboard, but went for the block. And Anthony Quintana, one of one at the line, has nine points in the first bucket of the half for Elm Creek. Now he'll try and add a couple of free throws on the way, and it skims off the rim no good. You're listening to KXPN. Carney KICS Hastings and PlatteRiverPreps.com Second free throw on the way Quintana, no good, long rebound, it's going to be Esperson to pull it down here for the Broncos, waits for the traffic to clear out and brings it up the floor Stands in the center circle and says let's get it over to Rohde Skip pass, dangerous over to Bergstrom Ford just about snuck in there, back over to Bergstrom Up top they'll go, lobbing it inside for Abadie's double tough, turnaround jumper, bouncing around it in Dakota Abbott with some good ups. He was able to elevate over the double team, and now he has nine. It is a 10-point game, 34-24 Elm Creek. Six minutes to go, third quarter. Buffalo's into the front court. Now a little more man-to-man being applied here, really trying to get up on the guard. There's a lot of room around the high post if Elm Creek wants to use it. They get it into fields. Eckhout tries to take it away, and we get a jump ball. The arrow will point the way of Elm Creek, but they get to maintain the possession, but it does switch the arrow and Jaden Ford to throw it in inbounds pass on the lob, Quintana right in the middle of the lane and he scores well designed inbounds play by Elm Creek 36-24 and 11 points now for Quintana, the pass tipped away Claybaugh makes the steal, up ahead Ford, knocked out of his hands by Esperson onto the stage and it will be Elm Creek ball, but Amherst has got to take better care of the basketball those high lob passes have hurt them that's about the third or fourth one that Elm Creek has deflected and taken away. If they're that high, just bounce pass it around them. If you make the bounce pass, they're not going to stop it. Inbound Claybaugh, quick three, too strong. Eckout is there for the rebound, and Holden Eckout, his first rebound, and Amherst throws it away again on the outlet. Got to be a killer for Coach Bill Giffen. Up off the bench, wiping the brow. Can't score if you don't have the ball. 36-24 Elm Creek. 5.20 to go in the third quarter. High post. Claybaugh. Turnaround jumper. Abbott got up and blocked the basketball. And then a foul called on Elm Creek. I don't know what Dakota's vertical is, but it probably starts with a three. Nice play. And it looks like Quintana is going to pick up his third personal foul. And that will be the first foul of the half and Quintana is going to come out of the ballgame and Trey Miner back in. Amherst down by 12 with the basketball. The defending champs will get it into Bergstrom. He'll bring it right down the middle of the floor, try to get it to Eckout. Gage Claybaugh, he's all over the place. He knocks it out of bounds. He's just a sophomore, folks. Remember that name if you haven't seen him yet, Gage Claybaugh. Now all 11 of his points were in the first quarter as they lob it into Eckout, reverse layup. He was open, he'll score. Holden out now with Six. And it's 36-26. Five minutes to go here. Amherst fans trying to get their team going, and Elm Creek's just keeping them at arm's distance right now. Ford walk. Too much shake and bake up top. Turnover number one of the half. Six of the ball game here on Elm Creek. Again over on classic hits 98-9. Overton and Elm. Overton and Pleasanton are playing. It was tied at half. They're deep into the third quarter. We'll have an update for you here in a moment. As Riley Thompson gets rid of it to Bergstrom. Way out here, 27 feet away is Ford. Jaden actually knocks the ball away. Elm Creek had been giving the guards a little bit of space up top, and now uh, timeout going to be called here by Amherst. They'll only have two remaining. This timeout brought to you by ENT, positions of Kearney, 444 to go in the third quarter. Elm Creek 36, Amherst 26.
4: This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
2: With our producer-engineer Grace Clark, Doug Duda back with you here in the Kearney Towing Repair Broadcast booth. With 4.44 remaining in the third quarter, Elm Creek continues to lead. 36-26. They've never trailed. They've had a lead as big as 15. And Amherst coming out of their own timeout, trying to get it to single digits. Inside Abbott. Abbott being knocked around. Ball's loose. He's fighting for it. There will be a foul called on Elm Creek. They just never could get the ball and tried to continue to knock it away from Abbott and another good foul called there and Coach Tanner Cavity asking and I think he's being told it wasn't on who you thought it was it was on Trey Miner that'll be the first foul of the game on Trey only the second foul of the half here on Elm Creek and now trying to lob it in they gotta go all the way up top Thompson, Thompson sees some room in the paint takes it all the way but missed the little short runner and the rebound brought down by Nate Fields it'll be his fifth of the game hands it off to Karsten McCarter McCarter stops at the three-point line to Fields, over to Claybaugh. He had a look at it, decided not. Goes to McCarter. He stepped out of bounds trying to drive the baseline. It was right below us. I knew he had to be close because there's not a lot of room between the stage and the court of play. And Elm Creek will turn it over for the seventh time. Put a little zone trap on, which is something we haven't seen much tonight. No problem for Amherst. And then they walked. Bergstrom tried to come to a stop, but he took one extra step. Third turnover in the quarter for the Broncos. On the floor now. Noah Fader returns in. Eck out Thompson, Abbott, and Esperson for Elm Creek. Claybaugh has it over to Ford. You've got McCarter, Fields, and Miner. High post, Claybaugh. Turnaround jumper. Got it to go from nine. Gage, Claybaugh, his first point since the first quarter, but 13th overall, 38-26. Elm Creek by a dozen doing a great job really defensively you got to talk about that as well as a pull up three is on the way and it is no good for Esperson fighting for the loose basketball Abbott but he cannot grab it and out of bounds it goes now Elm Creek has a chance to add on to their 12 point lead Amherst has had a good run here the last few seasons in the tournament but they come in as a four seed and no gimme tonight and they have trailed all game and they can't find their offense with it McCarter over to Claybaugh play ball playing catch outside and there's Miner walking with the basketball so all of a sudden players having trouble dribbling the basketball here a lot of shaking and baking and forgetting to keep the feet on the floor with that head and shoulder fake Riley Thompson will push the ball up the floor McCarter trying to flick it away from behind when he does it, he goes all the way in hits the rim no good rebound Abbott put it back up and in Dakota Abbott nice job to stay with the play he has a team high 11 points 38-28. Elm Creek. Back and forth we go between 10 and 15. Claybaugh, top of the circle with three minutes, gives it off to Ford. Very patient. Calculating off a couple of screens to Claybaugh. Fader comes out on him. Claybaugh drives baseline. Nowhere to go. Back up top minor. Miner draws into the double team. Tries to get it to the corner. out, stole it away. Holden. Around Ford. Nice 360 move all the way to the rack, and he finishes. Holden Eckhout had to work his way through a lot of Buffalo traffic and he's able to finish for his eighth point and we are into single digits now 38-30. The 15 point lead down to eight. Four to the right elbow. Beautiful bounce pass into Fields. He's double teamed and a foul going to be called on Amherst. Is it going to be Fader or Abbott? It should be Fader but it's called on Abbott and Dakota's been dinged a couple of times as he shakes his head with the arm straight up in the air. That was pretty good defense by Abbott. I thought maybe Fader fouled him. And Elm Creek will shoot free throws here with Fields, and he'll nail the first one. He missed two in the first quarter, and this is his first point of the game. Jonak in for Miner. Now the second free throw coming up to take the lead back to 10 for Nate Fields. On the way, and it's in and out. No good. And Abbott, who committed the foul, will grab his sixth rebound, quickly give it to Thompson, who will walk the ball up the floor. Outlet pass to Esperson. 39-30 Elm Creek, 2.20 to go here in quarter number three. Spreading the floor here. They got the free-throw line jumper Eck out. Can't get it to go. The jump shot for Holden has not returned so far tonight. The rebound for Karsten McCarter. McCarter brings it into the front court, steps through the double team nicely over to Ford, a long three for Jaden. It is no good. And the rebound is an offensive one for Claybaugh. Elm Creek has not shot near as many threes here in the third quarter. They shot 15 in the first half. That was just their second here in the third quarter. Claybaugh's going to shoot the third over Eckhout. It's no good. And the rebound comes down to Noah Fader. His third over to Thompson. And there's still some work to do here. Elm Creek doesn't want to let him get any closer over the final minute 45 of the third quarter. Thompson with it against an Elm Creek zone Lobs it into Eckout, got shoved The ball goes right over the top of him And Amherst turns it over Elm Creek into the front court Claybaugh finds the trailer, that's Jonak He just does not shoot the ball Out to four, Jaden for three It's short, no good Rebound, Eckout Foul over the back on Claybaugh For Gage, Claybaugh, that'll be his third Third team foul of the half on Elm Creek So Quintana has three Claybaugh has three For Amherst, Abbott has three. And with 119 remaining here in the third quarter, Amherst has the ball. Elm Creek has the lead, 39-30. Abbott, Fader, along with Bergstrom, Eckhout, and Rhodey on the floor now offensively for the Broncos. And handling it in the backcourt, Bergstrom to Rhodey. They better get across the timeline. Rhodey finally realizes it and then sprints over it. Fader, a three. It's an air ball. And the rebound brought down by Nate Fields, his sixth of the game. One minute to go in the quarter. Still 39-30, he Buffalo's. Drive the baseline, Ford. He's trying to make room off the glass, no good. And the rebound pulled down by Holden Eckout. Good job by Abbott to play defense and a good no-call. Ford was trying to get that fourth foul on Abbott as he leaned into him, driving to baseline. Top of the key, Eckout right wing fader. Not going to try the three again. Tried to force it into Eckout and another Amherst turnover. Elm Creek. Doesn't have the numbers. It's three on three. Lob to Quintana. Catches, comes down, shoots. Short-armed it. Got his own rebound. Trying to get it back up. Blocked out of there by Fader. Scramble for the basketball and a foul called on Amherst. Grant Bergstrom with his first and the team's third. Quintana really fighting hard. Just not able to get it to go through the cylinder on this possession yet. 24 seconds to go here in the quarter. Ford to throw it in. Short corner Quintana, right back to Jaden. 20 seconds to go. He'll dribble it all the way out to mid court. Maybe looking for that last shot over to Minor. And we're going to get a timeout. Elm Creek. They haven't used one, so Coach Cavity likes to set up a play at the end of the quarter. He'll do one here. We have a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. 14 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's Elm Creek 39, Amherst 30. Well, will we have a double-digit lead or a single-digit lead for Elm Creek going into the fourth quarter? We've got 14 seconds to find out. Near midcourt, Gage Claybaugh will throw it in. He'll get it to McCarter, trying to free up Ford maybe. They get the bounce pass to him. Fakes the three, drives baseline. Little runner comes up short, no good. McCarter, the putback, no good. Jonak, the putback, no good. And it is going to go out of bounds with a second remaining. And they'll say that it is Elm Creek basketball, so they're going to get a chance to get one more thrown up here. One second to go in the quarter. Trying to make some room for Ford to throw it in. We had a substitution before they hand the ball in to Trey Miner. Let's see who they can get free. Look for Claybaugh to come off a couple of screens. Ford's got the ball. They'll throw it to Fields. Fadeaway three is blocked by Abbott. That's the end of the third quarter of play, but Elm Creek has led for the first Three quarters. In this Fort Kearney Conference boys quarterfinal, Elm Creek 39, Amherst 30.
3: The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Carney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Carney elm creek and holdridge an equal housing lender member fdic
5: farming is a way of life here and today's farmer has a feel for the land a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest that's why they trust chs because we are a locally owned cooperative with global connections it's like having a neighbor all around the world chs offers a full service cooperative including grain agronomy energy and precision ag with 11 locations in south central nebraska there is sure to be one in your backyard giving back in our communities CHS, people and resources you can
2: count on always and always here at chsagra.com. We go to the fourth quarter of play. Doug Duda with you here in the Carnetillion Repair Broadcast booth. It will be Amherst basketball. Elm Creek leading 39-30. to 30. The winner goes on to the conference semifinals. The loser, well, they play next Tuesday against this same opponent. And Amherst is going to turn it over before they even get inside the three-point arc. And that is the 14th turnover of the game for the Broncos. Nine for Elm Creek. Elm Creek led by Gage Claybaugh with 13, Anthony Quintana with 11. Of course, for Claybaugh, 11 of those were in the first quarter. For Amherst, 11 for Dakota Abbott, 8 for Holden Eckhout. 39-30. Pleasanton and Overton, they're already done. I don't know how they move it along so quick. As Eckhout goes for the steal, couldn't quite get it. And the final score, Overton 51, Pleasanton 46. So Overton survives a tight one tonight, and then the next game there will be Loomis and Axtell on classic hits, 98.9. We still have the whole fourth quarter to go here. And it seems like the game's been moving along. They get it down to Quintana on the block. Cut off by Abbott. Back out Claybaugh for the three. It's no good. And the rebound grabbed by Riley Thompson. So after a pretty good first half, 0-5 from three-point land in the second half for Elm Creek. Amherst outscored him 11-7 to 7 in that quarter, but still down by nine. High post. They'll get it inside to Lockhorn. Lob it down low, and Abbott can't finish. A rare miss from Dakota Abbott. Nate Fields will grab his seventh rebound. And across the timeline, Jaden Ford. Again, last year in the conference semifinals, it was all Amherst beating Elm Creek. Lobbed down to Quintana. He's behind the board, kicks it out the field. Into the paint to the cutter, McCarter. Knocked out of his hands, then deflected off his body and out of bounds. Good defense that time by Amherst, knocking it out of McCarter's hands. Tenth turnover for the Buffaloes. 39-30, Elm Creek. Amherst. Trying to get something going to get back into this game. They were down by as many as 15. They'll try a three on the right wing for Eckhout. It is no good. One and done. Quintana gets the rebound. His outlet pass deflected away. With this Amherst ball club, usually can stay with Elm Creek. Both teams like to put points on the board. And it looked like that's what we were going to see at the start of the game. Averaging between 56 and 60 points between the two teams. We played a minute 40 and nobody scored here in the fourth quarter. 39-30. Elm Creek basketball. Ford, left elbow, gets into the paint. One-hand floater off the front of the rim and in. Jaden Ford with his first two-point bucket of the game. And it's 41-30. Elm Creek by 11, six minutes to go. Long outlet pass to Lockhorn. He'll give it back to Eckout. The paint's open, and they don't stop him. They just get out of his way, and Holden Eckout lays it over the front of the rim for his 10th point of the basketball game, 41-32, Elm Creek. No one wanted to get in front of that freight train as he was dribbling from the 28-foot line all the way in. Jaden Ford tries to lob it down low. Eckout's there. He stepped in front. He made the steal pass break the other way, numbers aren't there transition still going to the trailer out. he tries a three-pointer it is off the mark, no good and the rebound brought down by Claybaugh heading the other way, again this is Holden's first game back after setting out most of the month and most of his scoring has been inside, he does not hit a three he's not been able to hit the little longer range jumper as he has throughout his career, bounce pass trying to sneak it into Quintana, but Abbott says no, and Elm Creek back-to-back turnovers 41-32. Up the floor with it is Bergstrom. Into the paint. Kicks it off to Lockhorn. Back up top. Eck out. Outside Bergstrom the Lockhorn again. Trevor for three. It's no good. Rebound. Offensively put back up by Abbott And he's fouled. Shot selection right now needs to be a little bit better for Amherst. Elm Creek's doing a good job of trying to keep him out of the paint. But Al- Amherst has got a little bit better... Uh, at that, getting it inside here in the second half as Abbott will go to the line and the first free throw is good the foul by the way on Jaden Ford was his second, Abbott is now 4 of 4 at the line, I've got it for 12 points in the game 3 minutes into the quarter, Amherst has scored 3 points and Elm Creek has scored 2, second free throw Abbott puts it up and it is in and it is 41:34 Elm Creek. This is as close as Amherst has been in the second half. And we're going to get a timeout here on the floor with 4.55 remaining in the basketball game. All the Broncos have left are full-length timeouts. Who called the timeout? Looks like an inadvertent whistle. Yeah, that's what happened. The official thought that Elm Creek had called the timeout, but they had not. And so get everybody back out on the court here. 4.55 remaining. 41:33. Elm Creek with the lead, but Amherst is getting closer a little bit at a time. Claybaugh. right wing. Nice jump pass over to Ford. Doesn't want the open look. To McCarter, back to Ford. The paint's open. Drives in. Up and under. No good. Eckhout pulls down the rebound. Esperson had some good defense down there. And Eckhout with his fourth board. Outlet pass right side. Esperson pulls up from 11. No. Abbott Are they going to call him over the back, trying to go with Quintana? That's what they're going to call. And for Dakota Abbott, his fourth personal foul. They'll call him over the back of Anthony Quintana. Each team with four team fouls. 4.29 remaining. A lot of folks waiting to get in here, especially for the hometown Falcons. They play next. Two timeouts remaining for Amherst, four for Elm Creek. A jump ball would go to Elm Creek, 41-34. McCarter down to the baseline. They kick it outside, Claybaugh for three, and it's good. Gage Claybaugh with his fourth three-pointer of the game, the first three of the second half, and the lead right back out to 10, 44-34. Amherst just hasn't been able to string buckets quickly enough together to really scare Elm Creek. Right side, they'll go to Bergstrom. Back up top to Thompson. Lobs it inside, Abbott, good catch. He'll lay it up and in. 15 now for Dakota Abbott. Good pass by Riley Thompson to get the assist. 44-36, 345. Elm Creek trying to use a little clock. Don't want to do anything stupid. They try to trap with the zone. And Quintana lost his balance, threw the basketball away. It's a three on two. Thompson kicks it out, pull up three. Bergstrom, it's no good. And the rebound nobody can get. Abbott was too close and had no chance to turn around and go back after it. Amherst has not shot the three ball well either. They are two of 14, including one of eight in this half. 3.30 remaining, and it seems like Amherst has had the opportunity, down seven, down eight, down nine, to get the bucket. They score, they get a couple more chances and don't score, and then eventually Elm Creek does do something like the last time, hitting the three. Jaden Ford slowly walking the ball up the floor. Still on the backcourt. Still in the backcourt. That had to be 10. They lob it up to Claybaugh. you got to be careful. Sometimes they don't count it when you're not pressured. Ford with it. Lob pass into the corner to Claybaugh. Now back on the block to Fields. He tried to hand it back to Claybaugh, who's covered. Jump pass up top, Ford. Jaden smart enough to know he doesn't need to be shooting a three. Now Amherst overplays the ball. Claybaugh back over to Carter. McCarter inside. Great bounce pass to Fields who lays it up and in. Karsten McCarter with a beautiful wraparound bounce pass. And it's 46-36, and we're down to 2.45 to go in the game. Thompson, right elbow, brings it out to the wing, throws it back out, nobody's there. McCarter with the steal, Karsten in, layup is no good. Rebound brought down by Riley Thompson. That might have been enough to put it away. Now Thompson tries to go coast-to-coast, out to Eckhout, back in the corner, Bergstrom for three, and it's good. Grant Bergstrom hits the three-point bucket. That's his first of the game, and Amherst is going to call the timeout. They will have one remaining, and so that was a big turn of development right there. McCarter steal, but couldn't finish it. That would have taken the game out to 12. Instead, Amherst comes back down and nails a three with 2.25 to go in the game. It's Elm Creek 46. Amherst 39 this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Out of the three-pointer and timeout, Elm Creek faces full court pressure. Fields has to come up and take it to the backcourt. He wants to get it to four but they kind of sag off Fields. Now he goes to Claybaugh and Claybaugh will hustle it into the front court. Now try to slow it up. Both teams have two fouls to give with all the fouls we had early. McCarter, good bounce pass to him, out to Minor. Now they're playing keep away. McCarter probably could have finished at the rim. That was such a good cut, but he did not. And now Amherst got to come out and attack the basketball as they play man-to-man. Handed off to McCarter with two minutes to go. Guarded there by Esperson. Over to Miner. Into the corner to Ford. And got will commit the foul. Holden, that's his second personal foul. 15 foul. Now they can set up their defense. And Elm Creek will have to get the ball in right by their bench. But we're down to 152 to go. And Elm Creek will have Jaden Ford throw the basketball in. Ford looking, and they're going to call a timeout. Timeout on the floor by Elm Creek. They'll have three remaining, One fifty-two to go in the fourth quarter. Elm Creek has the ball. You're listening to the Fort County Conference Tournament. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians.
7: Dealer.
2: Don't forget at the end of the ball game, the New Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show will have all the final stats. Then get you ready for Game Two between Wilcox-Hildreth and Elwood. Right now, Elm Creek forty-six, Amherst thirty-nine. Elm Creek will take the ball out by their bench, and to throw it in this time it'll be Carston McCarter into the backcourt. Dangerous pass, but Ford got it. And now he's trying to play keep away and a reach-in foul. Going to be called on Grant Bergstrom, his second, the team's sixth. And now we'll be in the one-and-one the rest of the way. And let's see what the plan is here for Amherst. Can they at least make a good defensive play? Elm Creek get it in. Bounce pass backcourt. They get it to Ford again. Ooh, and we have an injury away From the play. I don't know what happened underneath the hoop. Riley Thompson grabbing his left ankle and the way the official came out here and immediately called for help. I can't see. It's right in front of me, but nobody in very high spirits right now. Riley Thompson in some pain. And we've got our trainer Scott Kratzer out there to take a look at it. Our And it's not good. You can hear Riley Thompson is in pain. I don't know if he stepped on somebody's foot. I mean, this wasn't anywhere close to the play, and he is down on the floor. So while they take a look at him, we will take a break and be back after this.
4: For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belshner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belshner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belchner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. 30.
3: Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture.
2: A tough injury there. Riley Thompson, they take him right to the locker room, putting no weight. It looks like it might be a left knee. Let's get back to the basketball. 46 39 Elm Creek to throw it in. A minute 46 to go in a game in the backcourt. McCarter throws it backwards. The ball knocked away by Eckhout. The steal is made. Hold it underneath. The shot no good to Rhodey, but he's fouled. And Rhodey will go to the line to shoot two. Kalen Rhodey checked in when Riley Thompson got hurt. He has not scored in the game, he has not shot a free throw in the game. He is a freshman. And he has got a pressure situation here with a minute 41 to go. Eckhout had been close on a couple of inbounds. He finally got that one. The foul is the third on Nate Fields. And the free throw by the freshman roadie is on the way, and it's good. (laughs) First point of the game, 46-40. Elm Creek. Second free throw. Roadie up. Roadie in. 46-41. 46-41. Full court pressure. Fields to throw it in. They deny Ford, and we'll get a timeout at Elm Creek now. You're starting to feel the wheels wobble a little bit, and Coach Tanner Cavity wants to get them back under control. Each team, well, they'll have two timeouts remaining. Amherst will have one. This timeout brought to you by ENT, Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Well, now let's go back to uh, what we had. We had an incorrect score on Classic Hits 98-9. They are now in overtime. We'll take a break and be right back. So back here, 141 to go in a game, 46-41 Elm Creek. Leading Amherst, and they have the ball trying to get it in. And now Ford, they will have him throw it in, trapped in the corner as Claybaugh, around pass deflected away, out of bounds off of Elm Creek. Back-to-back turnovers against the pressure, and they use a timeout in between them. 137 to go. That is the sixth turnover in the quarter, 15th in the game. Now Amherst has to try to get it in. attack out of the right block, back into the corner. A three for Rohde is over everything. Offensive rebound back up, no good, but that's because of a foul. Esperson had great position, but could not get the putback from two feet away, and he'll have to try and earn it from the free throw line. Dominic is 0 of 1. He's got a couple of three-pointers. But boy, not a whole lot of time has ran off the clock, and Amherst is getting closer and closer. 132 remains. And Esperson, the sophomore up and in. 46-42, Elm Creek. Buffalo's trying to hang on. They're up by as many as 15 here in the second half. And the second free throw now. On the way, and it's no good. Rebound, maybe an over the back. It's out of bounds off of Amherst. Bergstrom trying to knock it away from Nate Fields. Jaden Ford to throw it in again. Amherst full court pressure. Can Elm Creek hit the home run? Long pass, they get it to Quintana. And now, finally, Jaden Ford. And they'll, they found him right away. And that'll be Kalen Rody to do that. That'll be his second. And both teams now are in the bonus. Jaden Ford, two of two at the line, seven points. And the free throw is up, and it is good. So far, Jaden Ford on the season is a, well, 48% free throw shooter. That's why they fouled him, but he hits them both. And that makes it 48-42. Elm Creek, one twenty to go. Amherst with the ball. They'll give it to Rhodey. Rhodey tries to force his way through the double team. Kicks it out. Eck out for three. Still hasn't made one. Rebound pulled down by Elm Creek again. Amherst had all kind of time, but they are forcing those threes up there, and Jaden Ford is headed back to the free throw line. He's 4 of 4 at the line. He's got nine points. Hard to believe that he's only a 48% free throw shooter on the season. I'd want him up there in clutch time, but here he misses it. The rebound is grabbed by Grant Bergstrom. Minute 10 to go, 48-42 Elm Creek. Bergstrom brings it up the floor into the corner to Rohde. Back up top, they'll get it for a three-pointer. Esperson, it's off the mark, no good. Rebound brought down underneath by Fields, and he is fouled. But Boy, Dakota Abbott is open on that post. Take the easy two. And they pass that up two or three times here. An amateur-leading score. He's got 15 points, but that is not what Amherst is doing. And the fourth foul on Rody And Nate Fields at the line. He's one of four. Front end of the one and one. On the way. And in and out, no good. Eckert will bring down his fifth four to the half. 55 seconds to go. Here comes Amherst. They get a two. Eckert top of the circle. He's double-teamed. Still looking for the three. Now they get a nabbit. Turnaround jumper is up and in. Only one timeout remaining, so they won't use it here. Pressure's on and a quick foul with 40 seconds to go. We'll send the sophomore, Karsten McCarter, to the line. That will be the 10th team foul. And so double bonus, I do believe, coming up. So two free throws coming up with 40 seconds to go. McCarter hasn't been to the line. All seven of his points were the second quarter of play first free throw good Karsten McCarter just stroking it right through there Elm Creek 49 Amherst 44 second free throw good 50-44, to six-point lead. Amherst hustles it up the floor. Bergstrom with it. Loses his dribble, gets it to Rohde, tries to force it into Abbott. Tip picked up by Eckhout. He'll lay it up and in. Holden Eckhout makes it, and now the final timeout will be used by Amherst with 31 seconds remaining in the game. Elm Creek 50, Amherst 46 here on ESPN Radio. This timeout brought to you by ENT, Physicians of Carney. 32 seconds remaining, and Elm Creek throws it in up by four. They do find Jaden Ford try to trap him in the backcourt. And a timeout will be called by Elm Creek because they did have him trapped. So there is one timeout remaining in this game. It'll belong to Elm Creek. Amherst has used them all. Twenty-nine seconds to go in the game. 50 to 46. Elm Creek will take another break. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The House Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up. Amherst is running out of time. Can Elm Creek finish it here by hitting some free throws again? They were up 15, and now it is 4. But it's been back and forth between 4 and 6 now over the last minute of play. 50 to 46, Elm Creek. 29 seconds remain in the game. Elm Creek one timeout remaining. They have had trouble against this Amherst backcourt pressure. Now Karsten McCarter will throw it in from the sideline by the Amherst bench in the backcourt. And he'll get it into Quintana. And they'll foul Quintana immediately. Two seconds run off the clock. Esperson called for the foul. Again, we're way into the double bonus. And Anthony Quintana is one of three. 11 points so far in the basketball game tonight. You're listening to KXPN Carney. KICS Hastings Quintana is a 58% free throw shooter on the year. Elm Creek as a team is only 52%. And the first of two free throws now for the senior on the way and it's good. Oh, they're going to say no good. He stepped over the free throw line. Wave it off. The official says that his toe was on the line. He didn't even I mean, he doesn't take a jump shot, but he was just standing over the line. And so Quintana, unaware that it was him, they'll reset and do it again. That's a tough break. Second free throw now for Quintana. And it's on the way, and it's good. So he, make, he gets one of the two, and it's 51-46. Amherst quickly up the floor. Grant Bergstrom. Over on the wing, he'll get it to Rody. Skip pass right side down to 20 seconds. Back to Rody, Inside to Abbott. Makes the catch. Turns, leans, puts it up over the front of the rim and in. They don't have any timeouts left. It's a three-point game. 11 seconds to go. Elm Creek gets it in with nine. Gets the ball away and a foul with seven. Boy, they just got it away. Claybaugh thought he was going to be able to run into the corner and hide and let that clock run down to near nothing. But now you've got a situation where Anthony Quintana goes to the line, and if he makes either free throw, this game should be over because Amherst doesn't have any timeouts left. There's only seven seconds remaining. So Amherst has to hope for a miss, a board, and a prayer. Elm Creek just needs to see Quintana put one of these home. Here we go. Anthony Quintana gets set, fires No good, too strong. Elm Creek again tonight without Jerry Bremmels or Lane Gutzwiller because of illness and still about ready to pull it out. One more free throw here. Quintana, second free throw on the way. No good. Rebound Dakota Abbott. They've got to get a three to send it to overtime. Midcourt Bergstrom to Eck out and he's fouled. He's fouled just before time expired. They will not give him three shots. I'm fairly sure of that. Amherst is saying he's in the act of shooting. The officials are going to discuss it. I don't think there's any way they're going to give him three free throws. They'll have to put a half second back on the clock. Oh, if they count this as a shot, this place will go bonkers. This place will go nuts if they say he was shooting. But he had to be shooting because there wasn't any time left. And they're going to say not on the shot. But it would be. Is it a one-and-one? I think it's a one-and-one. Oh, a technical foul has been assessed to the Amherst bench. Oh, man. Unless a bad word was said, why would you do that? Because this play had not completely finished out yet. They have to put time back on the clock. Amherst would be at the line shooting a one-and-one. One. Feasibly, they would have a chance to make the first, miss the second, tip it in. But a technical foul called on the Amherst bench. And so that, well, now they're going to put two whole seconds on the clock. There's wasn't that much left. Boy. Now they've got to sort this baby out. And this is one where you go to the rule book. Well, once again, our first game tonight goes an hour and a half, just like it did last night over at Pleasanton. And they're trying to decide whether to assess the technical free throws before they shoot the free throws, because, again, if there's a technical foul, I think what we have here is Amherst shooting the one-and-one, then you shoot the technicals, and Elm Creek gets the ball. If there's a technical foul, you get the ball. And there's some confusion as to what happened. Over at uh, Loomis, a final in overtime, Overton 78, Pleasanton 68. In overtime. Overton 78, Pleasanton 68 in overtime. We're still trying to decide what happened here after that technical foul. And really, no matter what, Elm Creek's going to advance on and win this game. And that's what they're going to do. We've got a one and one coming up here for Amherst. And then Elm Creek will shoot two and get the ball. And Amherst doesn't have any timeouts. Miracles can still happen. Two seconds are going to be put back on the clock. We were moving right along, too. This fourth quarter has taken a half an hour. And Holden Eckout was the man fouled, so he'll be going to the line to shoot the one-and-one. We're finally ready to get things going here. So Eckout will shoot the one-and-one. And Holden needs to make them both backouts free throw is up and it's no good so now Elm Creek will get two free throws and the ball and at the line to shoot those two will be Karsten McCarter he is two of two at the line and McCarter will put the free throw up and it is good and that means the defending champions are out of the tournament Amherst We'll go home tonight. Second free throw, no good. Doesn't matter. All Elm Creek has to do is throw it in here. In a four-point game with two seconds to go. Jaden Ford to throw it in. Into the backcourt. They'll hold it, and this ballgame is over. The Elm Creek Buffaloes, 52. The Amherst Broncos, 48. We'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show right after this.
8: the sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, And a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to farmers' insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmers' agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We
7: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney.
2: And welcome back to uh, Wilcox Hildreth. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director. Justin Patterson of the folks here will be back for Game 2 in a moment. Right now, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 52-48, Elm Creek holds on after having their 15-point lead whittled down to 3 to advance on to the 6 o'clock semifinal at the Vero Event Center Friday night here on ESPN. For Amherst, seven players scored. Galen Rohde had two points, three rebounds. Riley Thompson before the tough injury in the last two minutes, two rebounds. Holden Eck out in his return, 12 points, four rebounds, and a block. Dominic Esperson, seven points, four rebounds. Grant Bergstrom had a three-point bucket and one rebound. Dakota Abbott led the way for the Broncos, 19 points, eight rebounds, two blocks. Trevor Lockhorn, three points, two rebounds. And then you have two points and four rebounds and a block for Noah Fader 19 points at halftime 29 in the second half overall Amherst 48 points 29 rebounds 9 out of 16 at the free throw line 3 of 18 from 3 point land 4 blocks 15 turnovers and Amherst will have their 5 game winning streak snap they're now 13 and 6 and what's next one week from tonight they'll host Elm Creek for the Buffaloes Anthony Quintana solid game tonight 12 points 5 rebounds Karsten McCarter Ten points, three rebounds. Jaden Ford, nine points, two rebounds. Trey Miner, two points, two rebounds. Gage Claybaugh with 11 points in the first quarter. He ended up with a game-high 16 points. He hit four threes. He had five rebounds. Lathan Jonak, two rebounds. Nate Fields had three points and nine rebounds in the game. Overall, 32 points in the first half, just 20 in the second half, but it's enough. 52 points, 28 rebounds, 10 out of 20 at the free throw line, 6 of 21 from three-point land, and 15 turnovers as the Elm Creek Buffaloes bounce back from back-to-back losses in the final moments to Ravenna and Overton to pick up the 52-48 win. They're now 12-6, and, and will play the Wilcox-Hildworth-Elwood winner 6 o'clock Friday night at the Vieira Event Center in the FKC semifinals. Here on ESPN Radio. On the other side, it was overtime, but Overton did beat Pleasanton seventy-eight, sixty-eight. 68 Loomis and Axtell getting ready to tip off on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. We'll take a break. We'll be back in about 15 to 17 minutes and bring you Elwood and Wilcox-Hildreth, the 1-9 matchup in the FKC quarterfinals. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Grace Clark, I'm Doug Duda. The final score, Elm Creek 52, Amherst 48.
0: The preceding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club to download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ASPNSuperStation.com.